I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double track does what the f he wants. Wait, that's not a new chair though for you. That's your usual chair. I'm the only one here today with a new chair, I guess. Yeah, stuck with the old backbreaker. mom. Yep. The other one. Uh, What'd you say about my mom? It's <laughs> questionable. The other one that yeah. Brock neglected. Yeah. Sitting over there lonely in the corner. It's hey. got a nice dip. She's dirty, but it feels good. Yeah, it's got a lot of white stains <laughs> on it, so I don't want to yeah. get into that. What's up? We're live. Yeah, Just we are live. On. We're live. It's uh, Monday. This is like our old format now. I feel like we went out and got a drink specifically yeah. for the show. We yeah. Did. I, know. I like it more that way. But I also feel like it racks up that way. Yeah, it does because there's only so much we can fucking sample. Well, I was thinking about that. It's like I I kind of want to keep the energy drink reviews because I feel like that's a little unique to our show and it's yeah. fun. But then I also feel like you know it does rack up. But there's so many drinks out there. Yeah. It's just the more uh, financial thing to do would be buy a case, but then you're stuck with that flavor. So it's like yeah, I don't know. And when I was in Vitamin Shop, I, how much did you pay for these? I'll check the receipt. I don't. I think it was like three, maybe, but I'll check. I well, like just under three. But when I was in there, I was looking at the cases just to see if there was any different flavors than what was in the. (laughs) (laughs) Hide it! Hide it! Put your mask on! Put your mask on! (laughs) The deputy health uh, inspectors Um, here. But I was uh, I was looking to see like hmm. Well, you know, is there any different flavor that's in the case than what's in the fridge? And I saw that there were some Jocko cases, and then there was a label that said, sorry that we don't have, like, one of your favorites. It was so popular, it got sold out. And I was like, no way in hell this is a Jocko. So I, uh, Morgan uh, lifts, you know, she's yeah. been a few times. She posted. But it wasn't. She posted that they're garbage, and I said, yeah, this thing suck. And she was like, worst thing I've ever drank. And I was like, thank you for, like having normal taste buds. Yeah. I don't know how anybody drinks it. It blows me away that that guy has so much hype. Same with yeah. uh, Ghost or uh, Alani. other brands, Alani even. You, you wonder, know? like, do they flavor test these things even before they send them out? Like, they does definitely he just do, say, but it's like, yeah, he must just say good, and they're like, oh, okay, they Suck don't understand it what it really means. Eat yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Good. So today we've got Bucked Up, and yeah. I was looking for a different flavor, actually. I was in Fredericksburg this weekend, and the Golds there had a flavor called Wild Orchard. It was a really good apple that was almost like apple cider, like a little touch of cinnamon, too. So I wanted them to try it, but they only had a f- couple flavors, so we got the Rocket Pop. And I was telling the guys, because I, I forgot deer. we really enjoyed the Killa OJ from them. And so I think the next run of energy drinks we'll do. We already have some coming in this week, but the next run for the gym, I think we'll do a couple of cases bucked up. And if this hits, this might be one of the flavors. What'd you say that was OJ? Killa OJ. We tried that? Yeah, on the show. I remember the I raspberry one. I don't think we, we tried did a grape and we did a Killa OJ for sure. Or I had the orange juice somewhere. It had to be on the show. Maybe. Definitely no, I think show. you got that by yourself because I remember you sent me a picture of it. Griffin. Yeah, did, you know what? I think you're right. Did this come with a Rough Country sticker for the back glass of my car? <laughs> <laughs> rough Country? Or yeah, uh, Browning? P- piss, uh, pissing on a Chevy? What they yeah, that's true. Yeah. Get the yeah, Calvin salt life. picture. Yeah. Salt, yeah. Life. Yeah. salt Life. <laughs> These colors don't run. They Hell reload. Yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get some sips in. It's weird to think that every brand pretty much has like a rocket pop flavor, and they're all different. They're all different. That's different. But this one is uh, this one's consistent. I feel like this one tastes the most like the actual popsicle, the most like the actual rocket pop, and it reminds me a lot of. Uh, I know neither of you have had it, but First Forms Megawatt they have a rocket pop flavor, <laughs> and that one actually is very accurate to the rocket pop flavor too. If I had to guess, I don't know what the blue is, but it has blue in it, a lot more blue than. Yeah. I'm, I'm chewing on blue right now. Chewing on blue. Because <laughs> like, yeah. when you're eating the popsicle, you can tell the difference between the red, white, yeah, and blue. Yeah, that's this true. This is blue. It reminds me it of like... It has a cherry finish, though. Yeah, summer day at the pool. Oh, yeah. Unwrap that page. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, this one's good. Uh, 7-4. All right. What would be your critique? I just think, I don't know, as as far as a rock a pop it's probably like a 9 out of 10, but... 
I, I'm just not like Rocket Pop isn't a flavor that pushes me into that eight range, no matter how. Good. Oh, gotcha. That actually is a good criteria, like flavor rating based on what flavor it is, and then like rating based on how much you like it. Yeah. But because uh, it might be an amazing, let's say, like you know, uh, fruit punch. But if you hate fruit punch, you're never gonna rate it high. Yeah. I would yeah. say probably a seven. Nice. Pretty good. What do you got, Austin? Uh, I'll go with the seven two. Reason being is that it is a good flavor, it's, but it's not like something that stands out. Yeah, it's your run-of-the-mill rocket pop. And overall drink, I mean, I'm looking because I, I just realized they had some other ingredients, like trademarked ingredients in there, which is cool. I don't see the dosing for the teacrine or the dynamine, but it's cool that they use those as energy sources besides caffeine. And the glycerol. Al- yeah, the the alpha size, depending on how much they have in there, it could be worthless, which I'm assuming it probably <laughs> well, is. Well, especially for well, a can. On their pre-workout, I was looking, and um, well, alpha size is different from alpha GPC, right or no? No, I believe it's the same. Okay, because on their pre-workout, they have like 200 milligrams, so I doubt that's in this. But no. as far as like, they might have a decent amount though, because yeah. that seems like a decent dose for pre-workout. Would it be worth if it was a small amount? Would it be worth paying for the trademark though? Probably still, just because people. I mean, you see that on the side of can you're like, oh shit, size alpha. I want to be alpha. Yeah. You see those reindeer horns? Yeah. Alpha Yeah, fuck. that's a rack. That, that yeah. there's a rack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it's all weird. It's always weird, you know, like, especially from, like, my thinking of when you design a label or something. Now that we're starting to add some of our trademarked ingredients to the label. But before, I was like, oh, nobody will know what the fuck it, what it is anyway, so why yeah. put it on there? But now I'm like, well... Obviously, people do see that, and it's like, oh shit, yeah, you know. Which I mean, it's good to see that. I think it matters where you place it, because like I didn't really think about it either as a consumer for a while. But then, like, the more I saw it, like, you know, by the actual nutrition label, I think it looks good. But I think if you plaster it by your logo on the front, it's like I don't really want to see that. For sure, for sure, gets busy, and you're like, what the fuck is that? But um, yeah, it's a good drink. Good drink. Good move, uh, Griffin. Thanks. Would man. like to know. I guess you probably spent like two eighty on these things, maybe. Yeah, I think it was like two eighty, two ninety, mm. something like that. Mm. Not worth it if you're just buying a can. I would say like every day. Yeah. Yeah. Worth it more from a case. So we want to um, talk about the Olympia recap because that's true. Yeah, that's true. Inform me because I didn't keep up with it one bit. He's rolling. Got to poop. Yeah. <laughs> Got to poop. Um, you gotta go. You gotta go. I didn't really keep up with men's physique. I never. I'm, now that classic is out, I feel like I have no reason to really like <laughs> look at that. But uh, I was surprised. Did you see Chris Bumstead's like transformation from last year? With Do the put pack? in some work. I know some work. Because I feel like the past years, even though he's won versus coming second. I did, but it's. I didn't pack it. I didn't think they'd come this early. So just tell him, never mind. Thank you. We can just I trim thought, this part out. <laughs> no, I mean, he can stay. It's business. But I didn't expect him to come that early. I feel like we need to do a cut. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll so cut it. I, I hate that lady. Oh, is it the same one? Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> she probably just thinks you're like fucking with her now. Yeah. We are. <laughs> oh, psych. Oh, wrong you, number. You don't. You didn't like picking up those packages last time. Okay. It's a prank. Make the trip out here, and we're just gonna send you home. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Whatever. She's on the phone with Northam now. Probably. Oh fuck. He wasn't wearing a mask. <laughs> um. But yeah, I was telling Austin. I feel like Chris uh, made a crazy transformation from the year before. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah. I feel like in years prior, even when he's won versus coming second, I feel like, you know, he still looks very similar, like a winning physique versus a second place physique. I couldn't really pick out differences in years prior, if that makes sense. But this year, I feel like he really brought up the back, the traps, the arms, like everything. Yeah, overall. usually from year to year, I feel like competitors make small changes. But to me, it's like the same physique. You either just came in the same or you maybe were a little leaner or, you know... Things like that, but yeah, you can clearly see in the pictures. It's like he added like an extra freaking set of wings on his lats. Yeah, it was like drastic improvement. And yeah. Completely addressed like what was his you know weakness. And he shrunk that other guy. Yeah, 
the and I feel like Pro. too, especially <clears throat> look like a in child. the past year, like think of the top three of like Chris, Brian, and George last year. I feel like Chris is the only one I feel like that I consider classic physique. And then this year with Chris, Terrence, and Brian, I think that Chris and Terrence are both very much classic physique. And Brian, I still think is like more of like a two twelve, like George is, but yeah. could fill that out a little bit more. I definitely those comparison shots that y'all are talking about. Not only did he obviously gain size and weight, but his conditioning was hella better this this go around as well because he showed like his one week out versus his two yeah. week out this year, and his two week out made it the other one week out look like he was fat. You I know, know. Mm-hmm. it's true. He's like, damn, dude didn't diet hard enough. Well, he dieted even harder. This time. I think as the years go on too, because like the classic physique is still such a new division that I think um, moving forward, the up and coming bodybuilders will like have that as a focus, you know, the entire time that they're training or starting to get into it. Versus like right now, Brian was a regular bodybuilder for a while, like I think not two twelve per se, but he was more of a bodybuilder that transitioned to classic, and then other guys like Logan Franklin were physique that transitioned to classic. <laughs> Versus, I think, you know, now that it's more of an established division, you'll start to see a lot more physiques that, um, you know, Griffin and I talked about that like look the, classic, that are actually feel classic, you know, because yeah. they're, they're, they had that goal from the start rather than let me try and cater my physique towards physique or open. Yeah, that's true. I was, that, um, sorry, go ahead. Don't no, well, I definitely don't think they're chasing, you can tell the difference between them and like a bodybuilder. A bodybuilder's just chasing size, size, yeah. blowout, blowout, blowout. You know, it's like they're, I mean, it's, it is crazy how much size that Chris gained in that little bit of time, but he kept it very tight though too. Like yeah. his, his waist was still stupid fucking small. Yeah. His yeah. stomach was sucked in like a bitch. Like I'm Dyson surprised vacuum. they don't have lat spread as a mandatory pose. In a front classic. lat spread, I feel like, even a rear, I think, would be a classic pose for yeah. sure. I feel like, especially front, I don't know, I just feel like that <clears> looks <throat> statuesque. I would have liked it because when I competed, I felt like that was when I hit my individual routine. I felt like it would have helped my uh, my case because right now, what is it? You know, you have your quarter turns, and then you have front double by, you have side chest, rear double by. Side chest and then ab and thigh, and then your favorite classic. What was yours? Favorite classic pose? Yeah, I'm trying similar to, to Chris's. It's just the um, <laughs> arm behind the head. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I then the, you know, uh, arm flex. So um, didn't hit it as good as Chris, uh, but got a few years uh, I gave left. him a run yeah. for my money. Yeah. What is he? Twenty four. No, 25, he's twenty five. He's, 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 he's actually four same years. birthday as me, which means a day before you. Yeah, four years you can be that. So Chris yeah. and I. We're probably in the hospital at the same time yeah. being born. Oh, yeah. Dang. <laughs> yeah. They just gave him some, like, syrup. Yeah. Water. They definitely yeah. gave some syrup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Canada. Yeah, yeah that maple. So, but yeah. uh, I don't know. It's interesting to see. And I was surprised, too, that, like, Big Rami won the overall. I feel mm-hmm. like every year I'm like, dang, like, if only he could just dial it in. Yeah. But he downsized, like, 20 see, pounds. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Hmm. But I, I don't, don't really know, like, too, too much because I just saw, like, the top something for Olympia. But yeah. I do feel like now I'm just, like, I only pay attention to classic, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I don't really give a shit about the other stuff. I've <laughs> never cared about physique. Yeah. Because it had the bodies going. <laughs> yeah, uh, one thing I thought was funny on the buys and tries account, they were, I was keeping up with it throughout the day. Why do men's physique have an individual routine? I just oh, think same that's shit. funny. Yeah. yeah. And it same just, thing with bikini. Yeah. Like, Y'all do the same shit. Like, I am done with bikini. Physique, I mean, it's whatever what? if you want to do that. But, like, I mean, there's only so many, <laughs> like, either you got an ass or you don't get get off the stage. Like, it, it's all the same. I mean, I guess it's nice to look at, but well, judging it, it's like you get so fucking tired of it after watching one class. Bikini's tricky to me because bikini's the only division, men or women, that I feel like you could uh, possibly do natural because the girls are tiny on there. For sure. Even at the pro level. Yeah. They're very tiny, and uh, I mean they're leaner, and I mean you definitely probably need a little something to kind of shred out those last bit. Yeah. But, but they're I, messing with anabolics for sure. I just feel like when I look at who won, yeah, and then I look at you know Sarah Buckley here, or I look at you know Chris's girl <coughs> Casey or whatever. I feel like they all kind of look within the same realm. Versus if I look at like me and Griffin and look at Chris Bumstead and Breon, I'm like, 
way different, you know, way different as far as like size and, yeah. and cuts and lines. It's like, but for bikini, it's like relatively close, you know. Yeah. But then you get to figure and physique and like this. Some of those girls are freaking jacked. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Lifting. But uh, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird because I'm sure a bunch of them aren't taking anything. And the ones that are, it's like, why are you even taking it? Like, you don't need to be fucking I think up you'd your be hormones. surprised. I think a lot more girls that uh, I hear from Maggie, like a lot more girls. I mean, they and don't it's take. It's stupid because they don't even, like, what is it? What do you have to show for it? Well, that's like what I mean. Like, shit in your body they'll and you take, fucking are they'll still take really low dosages of like tests that are almost pointless, Retarded. and Dang then it. they'll take you know drugs to to dry out or lean out. But I feel like it's generally pointless. Yeah. I mean, it is yeah. unless like you're. I mean, it'd be different for a guy to to take tests something your body already naturally body creates. Bit, yeah. It's like fuck. You're just yeah. being optimal. They're lo- bikini. They're loading up on estrogen. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I, I, no, it's just it's yeah. kind of ridiculous, but it is what it is. Dang. But uh, I the only person that I really kept up with, and I didn't keep up just because I saw his page and that I actually cared about, is uh, Guy Cicciano. Oh yeah, he never went shit. Though. No, he doesn't. I mean, he's never like a big big guy. And this he's, was his I like last how he trains. I don't know. And yeah, he, he fucking works though. He yeah. he's a fucking worker for sure. What did he place? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I just saw I yeah. saw all the stage shots and shit. I was like, oh fuck yeah, go yeah. for it. But I knew once I saw He's that fucking five two guy, that yeah. fucking uh, mini fridge. Oh, Sean, uh, the Clarita. mini fridge. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That dude's a little actor figure. Yeah, yeah. Blown, blunt. Yeah, uh, I don't know about guy if that was his last one. I don't keep up with anything, man. I don't really either, to be honest. Because like I was telling Griffin yesterday, it's like the only physique I would even care to look like is classic, really. And then, you know, even then, it's like, I can't really keep up with this all day. And it's not rel- or relatable to me for the most part yeah. because I'm not, you know, on gear and shit like that. So it's just like, it's cool to look to look at. And, like, Chris is a great person to follow. Um, but, yeah, I'm not going to keep up with it year-round. I'm definitely not going to keep up with the Open because I don't really care to look like that, you know? Yeah. yeah that's true. Any words? Uh, I don't know. I like keeping up with it, yeah. but I just like to see, like, I don't know. I just like everything bodybuilding, to be honest. I enjoy it, but I, <laughs> I just, like to see, yeah. like, the the way the tide is turning, because I love, like, the golden era stuff, and I always get excited to see if there's anything that's, like, similar to that, that maybe like... A new athlete or somebody like that that I feel like is a callback to something Well, similar. Patrick Moore was probably the closest thing last Olympia that was like, I think he was like 240 on stage, so it wasn't like that normal 270, like dense, you know, yeah. diesel truck. Um, but I know that he took this year off to like size up and kind of move towards that because he's not going to be able to win, you know, being the size that he is. So it's unfortunate, but there are some people like that. But And the other thing is... I just would prefer to have my Instagram feed be bodybuilding and not like put your mask on current social (laughs) and political trends. So best days of my life. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. So, um, but yeah, so we put in some work yesterday. Do we want to touch? Yeah. So I was going to actually, uh, I had a thought when I was driving over here and is more for you, Austin, but kind of all of us, because we've talked about it in uh, some aspect is like, how do you kind of, try and keep um like an even level of motivation when it comes to uh putting in a lot of excessive work for a certain social media thing like for example like i feel like i get excited about let's say like what we did yesterday Mm -hmm. and then i will post it it doesn't get crazy feedback and then i'm like down in the dumps i don't feel like posting as much because i feel like we put in a lot of work for like a little back but it's like consistently put in a lot of work then i feel like you get it back so like how do you try and what are your thoughts on that I don't know. I think I'm a very simple guy, yeah. and I've said it before. I'm kind of too dumb to quit. I I enjoy it. I think it's yeah. funny. I think all right, the skits are funny. The pictures are cool. If you don't like it, fuck you. Well, this is my <laughs> thought on it, I too. mean, it's me. It's my it page. Is. It's my brand. It's like... Think of, like, I don't know. Think of big brands and think of, like, big ad campaigns. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure they get a lot of engagement, but certain things that just feel like very sterile and corporate it's like you know that might get 
a top TV slot, but yeah. it's like, is it like from the heart? Is it organic? Other things like that. So for me, for a lot of this stuff, like I just love feeling like we're breathing new life into like what we're already doing. You yes. know? So it's always fun to just like plan a new shoot, plan a new idea on like something that's already here or like how we can present that better. And then I, well, it's not really like my product per se, but it's like if it gets feedback, if it doesn't get feedback, I don't care. Same with like what we've talked about with IGTV videos. Mm-hmm. Like they don't really get engagement that a normal post would, but it's like, you know, the fun was in creating that. And the, yeah. like whatever comes after that, you know, I've already kind of like satisfied myself by making it. And mm-hmm. like if if you're not affected by that, then <laughs> I don't care. But it's kind of exactly. it just scratched the itch for me, you know? I feel like that's the right way to look at it because I feel like, you know, yeah, I mean, if you're only doing something for that immediate gratification and that immediate success, then I feel like you're never going to, like, fully scratch that itch. And I feel like, you know, you need to be putting in uh, the consistent kind of excitement and work into something before it, before it comes to fruition and people start to actually appreciate, you know, the extra time and things you put in. And yep. um, at the end of the day, like you said, it's got to be more, like, passion-driven um, internally rather than uh, for likes or, you know, that. Yeah, I, I mean, we do it. Everything that we do, like when we're sitting down thinking about shit, it's our own like original thoughts yeah. for the most part. It is yeah. like us. And I think at the end of the day, I can look back and be like, damn, that was fun. That was us. I'm not like anxious being like, oh man, I'm chasing the next number or next likes or this or that. It's just, hey, we're doing us, having fun, and hopefully people gravitate towards what we're doing and obviously want to you know, yeah. see more. And the other thing I would say too is like, you know, you do a good job of making regular, like, ad-related <clears throat> posts in Photoshop or other things like that. But think about if, like, that was your entire, like, company life cycle of just, like, order a new product, order a new flavor, and then just, like, you know, put up a quick photo here and there of that or, like, put something together in Photoshop. And, like, would you really, like, look forward to the growth of that versus, like, I still think about when we did that old Overcome video and we went to, like, four different locations yeah. and, like, shot a bunch of people. And, yeah, it didn't really, like, catch on sometimes like we want, but it's, like, you know, it's fun to at least plan things like that yeah. and to stage things like that and kind of, like, it helps almost make you f- – it opens new doors as to what you feel like it can appeal to. I feel like if you really brainstorm, like, what is this product made for? Who does this appeal to? Other things like that. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when we did that, it's almost like – I don't know. For me, I think about, well, like, I never thought about other uses it can be besides just, you know, as an intra workout or something yeah. like that that people can use it for. So it's fun to kind of just, I don't know, brainstorm in that regard. But then also, I feel like, you know, with the walk the line stuff and the suits or other things like that, it's fun to kind of just give the product like more of a personality as well, yeah. too. I guess you know my I mean? challenge that I was kind of getting at um, is like, I feel like the spikes are there, but I I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, I think all that's uh, great, and I think it's there, but, man, I'm fucking spacing out here, like, having, like, a verbal <laughs> diarrhea. What I'm saying is I, I feel like, you know, we have that surge of, let's say, the Walk the Lime skit, and then it's, like, a few weeks of, I feel like, less uh, less me- uh, content creation, right? The and then it's back, another yeah. spike of, like, oh, let's, you know, do the shoot we did yesterday. And then it's, like, weeks of, like, nothing. And then I feel like, you know, trying to mellow out or raise, you know, those those dips um, so it's a more stable line of, uh, of creation. Not every day, per se, but... Um, Do you think that would be more realistic for somebody that was full-time with it? Like, like in a position saying? we're in, like, would, would we all be able to get together... I get what you're saying. ...weekly or yeah. daily, every other day to be able to do well, something I think, like that? I think no, but I think... I think Man, I kind of view it as like seasons. You know, you got to go through winter and appreciate I mean, I'd lo- summer. I'd love to crank out content like that, but you would need a team specifically just doing that daily for sure if you wanted consistency. I feel like I'm not verbalizing. Well, do you feel like that at all as far as equipment goes now that we've kind of finished everything with the gym and like yeah, gotten so a bunch I'll, of stuff? I'll, I'll There's nothing it, coming in. I'll describe it in my personal Instagram sense or like uh, like gem sense. Is it's like... Um, you know, 
<laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. I'm having no, such a what you mean. just I a brain block. It's it's a big high, yeah. and then everything else in comparison yeah, was, feels like it's a little I bit mean, less. I agree with you. Yeah, we do have a, like a lull period every now and then. There's like, whoa, yeah. Even I noticed it. Like I was like, damn, I haven't posted in like two and a half weeks. On yeah, I guess that's page. what I'm getting as is it as it's like you know instead of shooting for like okay really cool dope video and then three weeks of nothing. It's but like then, let's have cool video every like. You know, or post every four or five days. That it's would like be sick. it's just. I feel like would you know, be. you get really excited about like, oh, I'm excited to drop this content, yeah. and then when it doesn't perform how you feel like it, it could relates to the effort put in. Then I feel like it almost de or not demotivates you, but it doesn't give you that immediate incentive to like make another video. For example, like if I make a really good like workout post, I'm like shit. I'm gonna record another one yeah. because I know people will like probably like this one. I guess that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. But. I never get, like, in the dumps about it. I mean, yeah, it sucks that, like, oh, man, it probably didn't reach as many people because you can obviously see from, like, how many people actually viewed it versus liked it. Yeah. Like, let's say for the example, when you posted the Party in the Gym video to your Iron Build account, it got, like, 800, 900 views. Posted the Gym Flow two days later, it got, like, 150 views. Yeah. So it's like, fuck, we slept, that, we shit that the ratio. bed on that. Like, yeah, like, I should have posted it first. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but, next uh, time I'm just going to Yeah, send, send it to me, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, you know, that was like, oh, fuck, that was a cool event. I wish more people would have saw that because they could get hyped for the next one. But it is what it is. I mean, it's going to go on regardless with or without people. I'm still going to have a good time. Yeah. Fuck you. But, you know, at the end of the day, I, I don't really get, I don't know, I don't get hung up on it. I'm always like, well, when we do have another idea, I'm like, man, I can't wait to do that one. And it's like, yeah. when I post it, it's like, oh, fuck, yeah. it didn't. I wish more people saw that. But on to the next. Yeah. I'm too dumb to quit. Like, I'm not going to, I guess, like, oh, I'm just going to keep on doing it. Well, the other thing I would say, too, is, like, you know, think back, to to, like, everything that we do that, like, we go a little bit further in as far as, like, creative or effort or other things like that. I feel like that then just raises the bar for, like, what's considered basic as well, too, yeah. to where, like, the more effort that gets put in, then, like, the, you know, the day-to-day -day stuff, I feel like kind of gets elevated that much more yeah. just a little bit it doesn't feel like sense. we're going like it doesn't feel like it's that much of an effort yeah 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 to like do think something. about even with like product like new flavor and it's just like a um i don't want to say quick turnaround but like you know you already had that kind of ready to go yeah but then think of how cool the new like label and c case and everything looks because you've already put the effort into the other ones yeah. to like be creative with them yeah so even though it's like kind of a you know, it's not like you're just waiting on this one or like thinking on it for like six months or something like that. But like the same standard has already been set by mm -hmm. the other ones that you have done. For if sure. that makes sense. It does. Does that, you know what I mean by that though? Like it's almost like when we have the spikes, then that like the rising tide lifts all boats. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think I just totally <laughs> like, God. Uh, I think I just like went in so many like vague directions on this conversation that i didn't even know where i was at and then you know but uh it is what it is it you know? is what it is I, I think i got something out of that though yeah, yeah. <laughs> well um we do have some deals speaking of like gym flow and whatnot we're doing the 12 days of christmas deals on the site and obviously we cranked through a few days if you aren't signed up for the newsletter Time make sure pay you the are. bills <laughs> yeah well we're trying to finish out yeah. this year strong i know a lot of yeah. people are just you know busy christmas shopping and whatnot but we want to be able to throw out some cool deals to finish the yeah. year off big strong and you'll be able to stock up before you know the new year comes and we're back yeah. in action birthday but on wednesday too birthday is on wednesday how does it I'd feel like to, to not talk about it <laughs> over 30 now he's been well he's been thir 30 i guess well, 30 saying, but it's not well, it's more than 30 because it's right at the home. It sucks. Damn. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, you're 30, or I'm going to be 31, and it's like, fuck. Like, I think about, like, let's say I've got my mom and dad. They're a little bit older. They're almost 60, but it's like, damn. Like, I feel like just not too long ago, they were in their 40s, and 40s yeah. only eight years away. That's what makes away me, me feel old when I think about my parents. And I remember when I was in elementary school, I'd be like, yeah, my parents are 38. And I'm like, oh, I'm, like, I'm like 20 now. It's like, fuck. Yeah. But they do, I do yeah. like understand and believe when people are like, when they're in their 40s and 50s, like, well, I still, mentally, I'm still like a young ass kid. Yeah. I mean, I'm 31. I still feel like I'm 23. That's yeah. good. Besides a couple new aches and pains, like, I still yeah, feel yeah. 23 mentally. That's good. Still down to 
get down. So <laughs> that ain't, ain't as good as that once was. Good once though. Um, but yeah, it's it's weird, man. And I feel like I haven't done anything with my life yet. What? So well, not to say that I mean, you know, to what I would expect myself by thirty, thirty-one. Oh yeah. It's like fuck me. Hey, but think about it this way. Could have gone a couple different options. You could still have been pre-rec Austin. Oh yeah. Or you could have not gone this route at all, and you could be working as like, you know, a GNC manager. But yeah, instead, probably that or some some bullshit. So you know what? Let's dive into that. If uh, if you weren't lifting Griffin, what do you Mm -hmm. think would be like your next like route as a job? Like, let's say you couldn't lift anymore. Uh, well, I originally went to college to be like a <laughs> a park ranger. Oh, really? You go to college for that? No. Well, <laughs> I went. I went, and I was <laughs> no, like, but I tried. <laughs> well, I was in college, and I was in Montana, and I was like, okay, I love like the outdoors in this area, so like, let me get a job that can let me be outdoors. But um, I guess on in that vein, though, if I couldn't lift, I would probably try to do something like with National Geographic or, like, something related, like, shooting outdoors for a magazine. What about you, Austin? I don't know. No more supplements, no more personal training. Yeah, like, it's real tough to think because... ABC store? (laughs) No. Working out the courthouse? No, I not want that. Uh, I enjoy food a lot, so maybe some type of restaurant, maybe. I don't think I'd be a cook. I don't know what I'd be. (laughs) I I do like wine. I think I could see him at, like, a barbecue. Hard. Fuck hard with a winery, like uh, doing tastings and shit. That would. Be I would cool. love to talk wine and just sip on that shit. All but are day. you really into like the deep, deep about wine? Yeah, or you I, just I, enjoy like tasting. I, it? No. Oh well, I enjoy different wines, but I don't. I mean, if, I feel like if I took the time to learn more about them, I think I would yeah. because I'd enjoy. Because like, I feel like y'all, y'all don't give sh- uh, two shits about coffee, even though it's a similar vein of, of mm, wine. That's peasant well, swill. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I enjoy the cups that you make, but I don't. I guess I'm not. Do you get what I'm saying, though? It's I like, do. It's like where it's like the intricacies of tasting. It's but the thing is, I won't like I won't fuck with shit wines. Okay. So like classy. But, but the thing is, like I don't I don't have that same same standard for coffee. I'll drink a Folgers yeah. in a heartbeat and not care. Yeah. Whatever gets my my jingles jingling in the yeah. morning, you know. Yeah. But the wine, like I do enjoy the taste, the sip, the aerating of it, the the different notes that you get, or how it opens up after you let the air hit it a little bit. So we got the Austin Page Winery. And I we think got, I'd fuck with wine. Yeah. We got uh, Park Ranger say, though, Griffin. If, if he was like a, a chef, I feel like I can see him being in like a kitchen, and like something's like too hot in the pan. He's like, oh shit, and just like <laughs> dips his cup that he's drinking out of to like yeah. <laughs> ease Pour out a little bit the, of the bucked heat. up in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone's fucking things. And he's like, oh fuck. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't think I'd ever cook for sure, for sure. Unless I'm air frying everything. Yeah, that but would... wine or beer, I'm. A, I like to drink. Oh, I, I don't want to sound like alcoholic. I enjoy <laughs> I a like beverage. To drink. I enjoy yeah. a beverage. Yeah. So I don't think I'd have a tough time climbing into something like that. Me and two friends used to talk about if they opened a brewery. Like I'd do the media. One would be like the brewmaster, and then one would handle like the business side of things. Yeah, and I always still it say like, like that's, that's, that's what we do at Joe Kind of. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, we need to start selling what about beers. You, Croc? I was thinking about it. So I feel like it would change from like every two years. If you ask me that question, it'd probably be different. I feel like right now I'd probably go into like something with coffee, similar to you with wine. Yeah, he'd um, be over the table. <laughs> just because I feel like it has a sense of like craftsmanship, and then also, uh, you know, there's like a service or product for someone. Because um, yeah. I mean, I enjoy editing, but I just I don't know what I'd. I do with that other than what I'm already doing, um, but it's a tough one though. You know, I feel like passions just kind of like and hobbies. I feel like they kind of just come to you at, at random times in your life, and you never know when one will be there. Yeah. Uh, for example, it's like, and that's what I, I tell Maddie too a lot of times because, you know, she said like the other day, like, oh, you have a lot of you know things you're into, whether it be coffee or lifting or running or these other things. But it's like all just from like sometimes you know. I'll see Nick Bear or like I'll see a friend of mine like running. I was like, oh, let me let me like get into that. And you never know whether it's going to be a quick hobby that you'll ditch or whether it'll be something that you really enjoy. Um, it's kind of like 
sometimes when I'm watching the UFC fights, they'll be like, oh, yeah, this guy, you know, six years ago, he was delivering a pizza, and he was like, what is, what's what's going on in that TV? And he saw his MMA fights, and now he's fighting in the UFC. It's like little things like that, you know, that happen in your life, I feel like mm-hmm. you end up finding a passion for. Yeah. I don't... Uh... Like, how'd you get into wine other than just drinking the shit? Did Sarah, and Sarah get you into it? Just, yeah, met Sarah. I never drank probably a glass in my she life. She was big into wine. And right. she was big into wine, but very, very sweet. So, like, Moscato's, shit that's, like, grape juice-like. Yeah. Fucking super sweet. And we slowly but surely just started dabbling. We're like, oh, that's too sugary. It's way too sweet. And we started dabbling with a little bit more dry, more dry. Now, if that shit doesn't make my fucking mouth feel, like, <laughs> desert dry, I don't want it. Dang. Like, have you felt that way about coffee too? Yeah, no. This morning I was drinking um, a Colombian, and uh, I finished that and before squats, and so I was warming up and getting ready, and I had to swish some water in my mouth just because it, it it felt kind of like drying my mouth from mm. uh, that coffee. But a good coffee will leave a nice aftertaste, you know, in your mouth and kind of coat your uh, your gums. But I agree you with know. you guys because uh, I would say really. I'm sure you guys are the same way. A lot of things I'm fine to just be frugal with and like get like secondhand or cheap or like budget or store Generic. brand or whatever. Yeah. Two things would now make an exception are just camera equipment and then um, I would say like usually food too. I try to get like at least high quality like meats or other things like that. But one thing I've been liking a lot lately is just making like pasta dishes or other things like that. But high quality like ricotta cheese or other cheeses i, I love like yeah you can well, have some cottage cheese if you want that was like 750 uh, and i've tried now like other regular kinds because i love to like mix it in with the sauce and especially some pink salt some pepper on top but like the good quality one that's like pasture raised and like other things like that just like floats on your tongue i can't really describe it but it's like not a very strong flavor, but like that almost makes it like even better. So I will say it's that it's interesting like, though that like you almost refine your own tastes enough to where like something that you used to really like, like just almost becomes like I don't know nasty or something in comparison. Yeah, and that's like a mild example because it's not like I eat that every day. No, but it's a good example. I do go out of my way to get it now because like now that I've had that, I enjoy it so much that like. You have a taste for the sweeter things in life. I think it's similar to, like, now when I look at, you know, someone drinking Folgers or Starbucks, I'm like, you're drinking shit, you know, because I've experienced something better. Um, Same deal as, you know, us drinking, let's say, these drinks versus, or good old all or nothing, rather than a C4. You know, where, like, you understand, like, oh, I'm paying more more of a price, but it's, like, worth it because the experience that you're going to have, you know. Yeah, for sure. So, I think that's there. One thing that I feel like with food is... um, to your point, I feel like I'd like to get more into the little intricacies and take the time that I normally don't to like mix in more flavors and more things at you know at my meals rather than just beef and rice. But yeah. like, let's mix in some ricotta cheese or make something like. Um, have you been to Meza? Yeah, yeah. Something yeah, like cava, yeah, like those. To me, those Mediterranean bowls just feel so good because there's couscous, there's rice, there's chicken, there's you know a feta cheese, there's. Uh, hummus there's all these different flavors that are hitting you that make it really good and then you also are getting so many different minerals and i feel like nutrients from those different foods and i feel like it just is a more wholesome meal it sits good in my stomach makes me feel good um rather than just pounding in some ego waffles to get calories in you know yeah and that's the thing too i feel like is with meal prepping all the time like i just like to kind of have a feeling of caring more about it like when i do make one-off meals like when my brother came over the other day and we made just like you know steak and potatoes but it was like a tomahawk ribeye and some like crispy like duck fat roasted potatoes but it was nice to just like feel like wow this is gonna be a nice meal and like let me make sure i try really hard to like make it as good as it can be for like the money that i'm paying for it but i feel like for just usual meal prep, I'll just, like, turn the pan on medium, dump the ground beef in, and then, like, go do something else and be like, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> like, it's overcooking. So I kind of like just having the at least, like, appreciation or, like, caring about what you're doing and to, like, make it a good experience. It's kind of that way with anything. Like, even when you're doing, like, laundry, like, sure, like, you and me could just grab our clothes and throw it somewhere and, you know, it's all going on your body the same. But having something neatly, like, organized or folded in your dresser, it just makes your whole, like, 
day or experience just feel better. You know, I feel like we talked about this before, um, but you know, it's those little things of preparation or organization that just make um, it just makes it worthwhile. It makes it, I don't know, it makes you feel like more fulfilled. You know, yeah, knock out another task. Yeah, I agree. Things like that. True. Makes you feel good when you're going through the motions. Yeah, it makes your day a whole lot better when you start that way too. I've noticed. Updates on uh, training from anyone. Fuck no. Anything new? Same old, same old. Same old shit? Putting it in, beating my fucking body up. <laughs> yeah. Did an early yeah. workout this morning. Not a fan. Um. Yeah, y'all hate the early morning workouts. But listen to his uh, his pre-workout smoothie. This is where I think he kind of fucked up because I don't know what oh, you eat. I know you eat a lot. monstrous. Yeah, you eat a monster meal. I eat a mild I'm still, meal. I still got it in my stomach right now. He had like a, a smoothie, but it had kiwi strawberries? Or? No, kiwi, pineapple, pineapple. oats, whey, water. That's a lot of uh, acidity, though, from the pineapple and the uh, the kiwi. And I told him that's probably why it was yeah. hitting his stomach a little bit. Because I do food is meant to be eaten, not drank. <laughs> yeah, I do oats, peanut butter, chocolate whey, and almond milk, and that seems to go through me pretty well and doesn't sit like a rock. And yeah. I feel decently energized. I will say though, like I more on squats than on any other body part in my lower body. When I hit like rep six, seven, eight. It's like my legs are on like empty, and I I like feel like they're almost dry per se, or they're like empty of like energy, and I really have to like push those last reps. It's not like they don't have the strength to do it. It's just that they don't like want to. It's like they're turned off. That's but rep, a good thing, right? Kind of, but it's like them. it's more of an energy thing than it is like strength thing. So it's kind of like I feel like if I was um, hitting them later in the day. I wouldn't be fatiguing as quickly, but like reps one through five go smooth. And other exercises, generally, it's like the same rep to rep. But it's like a it's like an obvious transition to me, five to six from like how it feels when I'm pushing off those legs. You know yeah. what I mean? Do I you know. do you ever try and carb load at night before you go to bed? Your last meal being a heavy carb meal, so you have energy in the morning. Sometimes I naturally do that, like the day before a leg day, um, like the meal. Right no, before you hop in bed, like fucking. Well, the meal I go carbs. before bed is is a decent meal. It's the cottage cheese. It doesn't have that much carbs. Oh, yeah. Any carbs, dude? But well, there's a decent bit of protein. Do carbs food. even like sit in your system like that long to where you can have do. it the night before and like that'll energize you the next day? I think it depends. Well, I mean, obviously you're still be hungry, but it, yeah, it does depend on the carbs. But like you're refueling your muscles with glycogen. It, it doesn't should, just it go away in six glycogen, hours, yeah. you know, unless you're sleeping fourteen hours. Yeah. Most people are only sleeping six to seven hours. That it yeah. should still be there. I imagine it would. I mean, that's. I mean, that's the idea behind car loading with like uh, endurance yeah. sports and other. They load like up that. the day before. Yeah. But another thing I was thinking about too, because I was out of breath on my uh, sets of eight today on squats, was I was like, you know, I feel like with all the running I do, I'd imagine that like you know I wouldn't be out as out of breath. But then I remembered it's like this is completely different energy systems. You know, you have your glycolysis or whatever where you're running through like your sugars for your mm-hmm. squats and then like running 10 miles or whatever is totally different system. aerobic energy system. yeah it's using my aerobic system so it's like yeah. you're being you know, pulled in two directions i know it's time to choose mm. i know <laughs> i'm really in love with how like my my legs are starting to look though and i don't know if it's if it's it's got to be partly to, towards the running but i feel like i'm getting a lot more um even with bulking some decent cuts from the side, especially my hamstrings. Getting cuts, getting yeah. cut up. Fresh shave. I feel like it's got yeah, fresh shave. I, I feel like it's got to be. Uh, shave mine tonight. I might do it. <laughs> I feel like it's got to be from the running, but uh, yeah, I don't know. But running's been going well. Other than that, my uh, lifting strain's been mostly the same. Uh, but just trying to make progress week to week. Nice. Um, I don't know. Nothing too crazy as far yeah, as that. Will anything mind. change, like mindset wise? going into the new year as far as that or just same kind of like week to week so kind of tricky one thing i'm considering is is switching my um my leg day and my chest and back day so like right now i'm running my long run is on thursday and um one second guys Get all right in. bad boys bad boys <laughs> what, <you're laughs> what about you austin Oh. I know we've touched on New Year goals and stuff already. Yeah, but. and I haven't put any for myself personally, but I feel like I definitely should here in the next few days. All right, I'm back. Sorry, guys. This podcast, I feel like we're we're gonna have to plan this better in the future. Ain't, to ain't, I'm not chopping here. shit. It's yeah. just gonna roll uh, as it is. Okay. Point is, uh, so as far as running, so right now I'm doing long run, so it's like ten plus miles on a Thursday. Friday would be legs, and then Saturday's chest and back. So obviously, if you're like, damn. 
you're running that many miles on your legs Thursday. Next day, you're supposed to do legs, which would be deadlifts, which is a big goal of mine this year is hit a 500-pound deadlift. So I'm like, damn, that's just going to like fuck with my progress. So what I'm thinking about doing is doing my long run, do chest and back on Friday, because that would still be like three full days from Tuesday's chest and back. So I should be recovered to go and then do legs on Saturday. Would you ever deviate from the push-pull leg and do like upper and lower or like a full body? No. Um, the only thing I would consider, which I don't think I want to do, is I I just really feel like I need to train legs twice in a week to make good progress. And I think it's becoming more difficult the more I run. Like I'm considering adding in a fourth running day that's somewhat light and just throw it in on one of my upper body days. Because like anything like three to six miles doesn't really fatigue my legs that much at this point. Um, and as long as I slowly weave it in, my recovery is pretty good. It's just, you know, those longer runs really kind of take it out of me or like back-to-back days. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But I feel like I want to keep – I feel like that's the biggest challenge for me right now is still being priority lifting. But fitting in the two leg days is the issue. It's not really like the lifting or the kind of lifting. It's more the, the two leg days. But What you um, need is one of those little glider things that's non-impact to get your runs in. Oh, like a so gazelle? Like, the gazelle? Yeah, yeah. those yeah. yeah, fuck, yeah. But um, that's going well, though. My goals are going pretty well. I, I'm trying to uh, meet with uh, my friend that's the D1 runner ever should be back in town this coming week. And so I want to get with him and just figure out exactly like, how I should be structuring my workouts from week to week. Because it's like, I don't know, I feel like it is as simple as like... But does he lift, though? No, not that much. Oh. But I'm not worried about the lifting as much as the running. <sighs> You take that but, back. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Does he even lift? Dang. I don't know. What about an A1 runner? Sounds like A1. you're messing with a D1. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Austin, not so, to not to get no, too off topic. But what do you feel like, because I know we've touched on in a couple different podcasts now, like as far as goals or like lifting-related stuff, and you say that um, you don't really like have any or like don't really care too much, just kind of going through it. But what inspired you to do the summer shredding? That's tough. When I was thinking back on that, I hadn't challenged myself in a while. Mm-hmm. And I think the time before that, summer shredding was 2018. So I competed my first show 2013 when I was 23, 24. And ever since then, for like four or five years, I was just like, eh. Just going through the motions, just almost like I do now, but a little bit less mm. intent. And then I watched a Christian Guzman video, which I back then I guess I was watching. I was watching a little bit of everything, but I watched his a couple times, and I was like, "Oh shit, summer shredding!" I'd like to try it. And then I was like, "Maybe it'll get me, you know, motivated to push myself a little harder, mm-hmm. diet back down, see what I look like." And that's what I did, but. Uh, I didn't expect to do a show out of it, obviously. Oh, that was you know three weeks before the end of it that I was like, oh, well, I guess I should do a show since I'm doing all this work. But I guess the main motivation was just not having any like intent with yeah. working out. I was just going through the motions. I was like, man, let me try and challenge myself, which I feel like I need to do now a little bit because going off that, the way I train now is just I come in and I try and push my body as hard as I can mm-hmm. with like mindless just push it as hard as I fucking can for three or four exercises. So like today, I just came in. I was like, all right, I'm going to do legs, and I'm going to get on the leg press and push as much fucking weight as I can for 10 reps. Like that was my number in my head, 10 reps. Let me put as much weight as I can to where I barely get 10. My shit's about to give out. Yeah. And I did that for the squats. I did that for the lunges and the leg extension. It was just like full fatigue, mindless, probably not the way I should train, but I just I, I feel like I'm doing something when I'm pushing it. Yeah, like to that point where I'm like, oh fuck, that <laughs> shit's about to explode. And when you did that, did you work with anyone when you did the summer shredding, or did you do everything yourself? No, Joe did all my dieting for me. I went vegan. What about training? <laughs> huh? What about training? Uh, no, I, I still train myself for the most part. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny you went vegan. <laughs> yeah, I went vegan God for like damn. a year, year and a half. I um, remember you used to carry around a ton of bagels and squeezable jelly. Yeah, I did that. I'd usually <laughs> do like two bagels and a fuck ton of jelly pre workout. Yeah. And then post-workout, I eat, like, three or four bananas and, like, two oranges. Fuck. Yeah. How did you guys get wrapped in these weird diets? Have you ever followed a weird diet? Because when I was talking, when we were talking to Rachel, I was All like. All carbs. I was They're- like, 
I get you're following this coach, but when he tells you you get you get two miles and it's like these weird requirements, do you ever look at him and you're like, fuck that? So the my, weirdest thing I would say I've followed is I did the vertical diet from Stan Efferding. And that's a, a balanced bit. diet, though. Yeah. Like that's that's not really that weird. Well, that's pretty started, balanced. I would say like I didn't really stick with it. I did it for probably like you know three months or something yeah. like that. Um, but the biggest thing I kind of took from it is just structuring your diet more so to make sure you're including enough like micronutrients because yeah. before i was just thinking in terms of macros with like a vegetable <laughs> to yeah. like get micronutrients so that kind of just made me think about wow there's like other things to like prioritize for certain reasons yeah greens and reds when i did that vegan though uh diet it wasn't like i was when like when rachel she was like very restrict it was very low calorie mine i was still eating yeah. three thousand calories a day but you all fruits protein, and vegetables right? Uh, whatever trace protein I was getting from the egg whites and, you know, rice, bagels, oatmeal. So I was still getting, like, when I first started, I was still getting a little over 100 grams of protein a day. But at the end, I think I was getting, like, 60 grams of protein, like, the last three or four weeks. Which, if you think about it, maybe, like, two weeks out from a show, you're not growing. You yeah. want to, you're just trying to maintain with calorie and trying to fill out. So dropping the protein, I think, is smart for any anybody probably a week out. Because that's only going to bloat you. Yeah. I mean, for I real, carbs carbs, is, and fats, that's what's going to fill yeah, you out. You carbs and fats. you need protein to rebuild what you rebuild. were breaking down still in the gym. Keto. Uh, I'm, you well, you're it. not growing, yeah. but you are still repairing and rebuilding what yeah, you've broken down. I guess so. Because otherwise but, you're going to deteriorate even faster. For sure. And I think a lot of people maybe, you know, for me, I think I needed a little bit higher fats than what I had because my fats were almost that whole year of 30 grams oh straight 30 gosh. grams a day yeah you get that 30 35 grams of cottage cheese yeah 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 no test was high oh. <laughs> test was high not that fat, fat, fat was low though and i didn't have any problems uh you know dick wise or whatever but i'm sure if a natural <laughs> person would like yeah. be like oh fuck and mentally i was drained though i definitely noticed I, I my energy like natural energy i feel like you know you are missing some b vitamins and stuff like that so i didn't yeah. bring that in but I, you know, like any other diet, I dieted down from 3,000 calories down to, I think I got as low as like 1,800 for like the last week, Dang. which sucked, but, you know, I don't know, man, it's, it's weird, and I'm glad I did try it and realized it sustainably isn't for me, Yeah, and I think a lot more people maybe should dabble and try and find stuff, unless it's stupidly idiotic, which it could have, that could have been in some people's eyes, but yeah, I tried it, wasn't for me, you know, whatever. Yeah, I was just curious, just because uh, I didn't know if anything like inspired you initially to do the summer shredding. Or... Christian Guzman, man, dang, that guy, fucking he inspires stud. me to do anything. Stud. Does it? Do you ever feel not to continue to harp on that, but just like being in here? Do you ever feel like you need to then have like a physique-related goal or like training-related goal, like to work towards, or do you kind of just feel like you know it's just kind of like? That was be a question I was going to ask because I feel like not to speak in absolutes but i almost feel like there has to be a goal whether it's specific or loose or you kind of just you just drift <clears throat> and even if you don't let's say like reach over it doesn't have to be like a show per se but it could be as simple as hey i'm doing 80s on incline dumbbell press let's get to 85s or 90s you know something to work towards or i mean you can naturally like improve but i feel like at least you have a direction you know what i mean yeah i, I feel like i do need that yeah and i i haven't had that since Summer shredding in 2018. Ever since then, I have literally just come in, always push as much weight as I can without having pain. Yeah. And that's it. It is what it is. It's not my smartest, but that's like the dumb idiot in me. It's like, all right, let me, as long as I work out and I push myself, I made it another day. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was explaining to him, I don't know when you walked away, like today's leg day. It was just, hey, come in, leg press, as many, as much weight as I could for 10 reps, four sets. And that's like, that was the goal. I'm yeah. Like, that's probably the smartest. I probably need bigger goals than that instead of just trying to blow my body yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, for me, internally, mentally, it's like, oh, man, I pushed myself out. That felt good today. Like, my knees kill me. My <sighs> my legs kill me right now. Like, yeah. whatever. It's probably not the best training method. But, I, yeah, I need to set some goals, for real. And I think not only that, but I would be able to, like, uh, I'd have more – not to say going on for myself, but we talked about it. Having goals, it gives you more to post about. It gives you a little bit more intention with your day. Um, a little bit more, I guess, internal motivation as well because you actually do have something to look forward to instead of just like, all right, I got to make it through this workout today. It's yeah. all right, this workout's going to get me to this point, you know, this A to B, you know. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I was talking to one of my clients about that because she's been doing a lot more of like painting. Um, and that's never really been something she's done before. But I, I really like just hearing about like she'll take a class or like take a trip that's like a seminar or something like that. And I almost wonder like that price of like continuing to keep your enthusiasm high. Like I think it's worth it to continue to like you know, buy things here or there or like delve into different avenues all under that same umbrella just to be able to like keep your, your spirits up in, yeah. in regards to like what you're doing. Because I almost feel like for me, if I feel like I kind of know everything I need to do and like that's it, like, you know, there's no other thing I feel like I can expand on. And then it just becomes like dead weight, like oh, another day. Especially sort of being a, like natural for you i feel like you and me we're at a point where it's like the gains are so minimal at this point that it's like you kind of need that okay eight weeks i'm gonna write up this program for my arms and try this new maybe rep range and these exercises and let's you know really try and blow up these arms and then each training session when you're hitting you know that body part you're like you know really focused intently because you're like you know, let's see what I can do, right? Yeah. I hey, feel like you haven't had goals. 30 years of waking up at 3 and power bodybuilding yet, though. Oh. So you don't know your full natural potential, brother. Yeah. Got visual. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Michael Hearn. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, uh, like, when when y'all are, especially, y'all both have goals, I'm sure. And it's like, I know you already mentioned how you get your goals. They can be random at, at first. You know, like the running thing. You just saw a guy do it, and you're like, let me dabble with it. But, like, for me... I tried to think over the past weekend. I was like, I do need a goal. Like, I, I have thought about that to myself for this upcoming year. And I shouldn't set it for, like, the first of the year like most average people do. But, hey, the time's played out that way. I might as well do something. And it's like, I don't know where to set myself. Like, should I just do bodybuilding because that's what I know? Or, like, what what should I? Like, I don't – I feel it's lost. And I feel like tactical. other people could maybe learn something or, like, maybe from y'all, like – how would I? How should I go about picking a goal like for myself? Should I just get on there and see what hits, or I don't know? Because I do want to do something different. I do want to challenge myself, but I don't. It's like, should I just? All right, let's pick another show. The biggest thing I would say is thinking about. Even though I like, hate bodybuilding, like the stage portion of it. If you kind of categorize your interests, really try to break down like what appeals to you about those interests, and then what you feel like the like the key components of that interest are, if that makes sense. Like say for example, like when me and Brock were looking a lot more into like firearm related stuff earlier this year, it was really helpful to kind of think about that in terms of like the two factors of growth of this are accuracy and speed. And so like if I can do more things to improve my accuracy over a designated like time or something like that, and we didn't get too too far into it, which we will that soon. will soon. One month out. Yeah. But think about too, like how can I train to run. like <laughs> be more accurate under the constraints of speed, if that yeah. makes sense. So like it's one thing to hit the target, but like hitting five shots in the same target in five seconds or something like that. But I would say like think about like for example for me with photography like i have certain things that i really like about it or that like keeps it appealing to me yeah. and then certain like tenets of that that like i enjoy like i enjoy doing like hiking related stuff i enjoy doing camping related stuff that like that's kind of what keeps me refreshed in terms of that so like how can i kind of structure the coming year around those things like improving composition improving like your your color palette or something like yeah. that but under those th those tenets of like nature outdoors or other things like that and in the same vein for like fitness like i enjoyed bodybuilding and i had gotten away from like the the feeling of like training for muscle engagement like training to like maximally stimulate that muscle versus just like put numbers on on a board basically yeah. so for me, I feel like that's what keeps me lifting. That's what keeps me looking forward to my lifts is that feeling of getting like the best pump ever in that particular muscle group. And I have a way that I feel like I know I want to look at some point in my life. So like if I can structure everything around that goal, but like make the day to day in that previous goal I just mentioned, you know what I mean? I do. So I feel like with all your hobbies or interests, you need to figure out like why you like it. And then, like, what the structure or, like, the tenets of that hobby are that, like, make you able to grow within that, you know? Yeah. I think that's great advice, and I think it's way more in-depth than I would have answered it. Um, yeah. The one thing Picture that your I— your alternate reality. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I think you're an alternate universe. The only thing that I would add to it is uh, 
how I kind of look at some things, whether it's naturally or, or I, I literally try and search for it this way, is I like I like picking things that I'm not good at, you know, that I that I'm interested in. So there has to be some interest, but picking something I'm not good at, like running, never been fucking good at running. Right now. Y'all might think I'm, like, doing pretty good running these miles, but I look at my pace, and I'm like, maybe for the average person, like, pace is okay. But, you know, I look at some of the other people I follow, and yes, some of them are more elite runners, but they're running, like, a six, seven-minute average pace, you know, lower heart rate. I'm running at, like, a freaking nine, nine thirty, ten-minute pace, and I feel like that's shit. And so I'm like, damn, I want to be better because I feel like I'm not good. So it kind of gives me, like, something to, like, level up on, and then it's like, okay, let's try something different. It's kind of like sometimes... You know, I, I'll get really plateaued or plateaued on barbell overhead press, right? So then I'm like, fuck this exercise. Let's move on to dumbbell overhead press. Then get better at that. Then when you start, you know, hitting a wall with that, switching to another exercise. And I, I feel like I do that with other muscle groups as well. Is you know, picking a new exercise or picking a new hobby that you're not good at, and then trying your best to be better at that. It's kind of motivating because you're like, damn, I suck at this. Well, I won't suck in a few weeks or months after working at this, yeah. you know. So. I feel like I still suck at everything. Well, then you got a lot of things to improve on. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's like, like I don't even have time to focus on that because I still suck at this, that, and that. It's like, what? I mean, but maybe I'm not as bad. Just like you think, like maybe you're not as bad as it's you, all you seen from the outside. But yeah. it's like, shit. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like you were talking to me before the show, like your body weight. Maybe you measure screen yourself tomorrow printing. morning, and you say, yeah, screen print. Maybe you say tomorrow morning, you're like, damn, okay, I'm. 190 on like you know the 22nd of December. Yeah. Let's uh by February you know uh 22nd let's be like 175. Yeah. And uh you know let's train really hard, see where we're at, and then you know look at your physique then say hey I need to improve these areas, and make that a focus just like Chris Bumstead did with his back. Be like damn if my back's shabby, let me set like a program, do these exercises, think about why I'm doing these exercises, and yeah. really make it happen. You know. Maybe a birthday weigh in. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Wednesday, maybe that's true. 20, the thirty-one. Maybe. Damn, that's I'm true. I'm gonna have something. I'm gonna I'm gonna nail down. Yeah, three. next podcast, yeah. let's have something. You're gonna we'll hear three goals you from every me. step of the way. Thanks, yeah. Pat. You on the ass. fam? Yeah, <laughs> like kings do. Oh yeah, we can, we can. We got to get questions. Yeah, no, I did. Right. We, we had a good end rant. Yeah. yeah. This is we did a good all right one. for, for a those that stuck around. Yeah, we did all right for just a yeah. couple of kids. Well, hopefully, uh, I'm going to do some work. I do have one goal: is getting some more guests on here. So, if y'all have anybody that you think would be cool to have on here, hear their story, something they're doing locally with the community, we'd love to get back for any local businesses that would you know love some shout outs and or you know we just love to have them on here talk about their story and what they're going through now with all the bullshit. Amen. Anyways, we are out of here. We will see you all next Monday. Follow us all in the description below. See you all next time. Peace. Peace.